Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. Kevin AC. I'm in Atlanta. Jay Posner is in San Diego. Padres. Couldn't sweep again, Jay. What's the matter with this team? They can't sweep. That was a brutal one yesterday, Kevin. Six nothing lead. And it, it was weird when they when they did that, and I know it's easy to say this now, but my, my wife is a witness and you know her as an honest person. <laughs> but I said the Padres are I just have this feeling I don't know that the Padres are gonna win this game with six runs. You know, the ball yeah. the ball seemed like it was jumping out of there yesterday and there was a long way to go. They had to get twenty one outs and it just I don't know, just had that feeling that something was odd. And and I don't even think that, you know, I was trying to think, and we were texting during the game, like, you know, are they leaving Lucchese in a little too long? And I, I thought, we both thought maybe after it was 6-5 that they would, you know, Andy might have taken him out. But that didn't end up hurting him. And I can't see an argument being made to take him out before it was 6-5. to five. I mean, he had the bad inning, gave up the four runs. But, you, you know, you want to run him out there for one more and see if he can, you know, we've seen guys give up four-run innings and then come back and throw a couple of shutout innings. So I, I think you want to do that. And so I can't really argue too much with that. And then after that, I mean, I, I'm not sure that there was anything else. I mean, basically, you know, to me, I mean, the this loss is pretty much on – it was on Lucchese, obviously, not protecting a six-run lead. And it's on the offense a little bit. I mean, yeah, they scored six <laughs> runs, but they couldn't hit a guy who just got, you know, four shutout innings from a guy just called up from double A and – and, and couldn't take advantage later on. And so, you know, you're going to lose games like that. You're going to have weird wins during the season. And, uh, you know, they're still 7-3 and three in one-run games, you know, on the year already. But it, it was a bad loss. And then, obviously, the worst thing of all that happened was uh, Fernando Tatis. And I was actually driving to L.A. listening to the to the broadcast, and, and the Nationals guys were saying, oh, no, the— it looks like Tatis is down, and it, it's like that's just about the last thing that you want to hear. So you were there. Tell us about the, the the play for those people who didn't see it, like me, until today, and and also what what do we know about the condition of the basically the, the Padres' most exciting player right now? I'll start with the condition of the most exciting and actually statistically best. Right, uh, that's run right. produced, run saved, every offensive category is either one or two or tied for one. Fernando Tatis Jr., um, I am told a couple people that do know, people that I trust, who've been right about a lot of things. He does not have a tear, uh, probably not in the lineup today. You don't do that to a guy who was hobbling like he was, but they don't expect it to be more than a few days. Okay. Um, he's 20 years old. Uh, you or I are probably dead. We don't get up from the <laughs> infield dirt. Uh, because if, if you did not see it, and I know now by, by now you have, Jay, yeah. they're a first baseman. There are a retired Olympic gymnast who can no longer do that. I mean, it is, he went still right down, like, you know, facing Matt Whistler, who really made a nice play, except for the throw was too high. Right. But, you know, he's going to have to stretch anyway, but he's trying to hang up there to get that high throw and to be in an error on Matt Whistler. It was incredible. I mean, full extension. Eric Osmer said he couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I know. And I was thinking that, that it's, of course, it's like the one time we've, We've seen where we, I guess we now know the limits of Tatis's athleticism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's done so much, and he right, he's, exactly. That's that's we now know <clears throat> he can't go any more than that. <laughs> so good news, right? Because that is devastating. It's kind of like whether they would have won or lost yesterday. You know, the tone of what we were talking about coming out of there was the potential loss of Tatis. Uh, but the double whammy of losing a 6 0 lead. And I'll say this I'm a little more, and hey, to me, it's the first time all year where I could have a legitimate questioning of Andy Green. And again, 
as you and I are, have pointed out, he has more information than us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lucchese went, you know, to three balls, I believe, on half of his batters yesterday. He uh, first pitch strike, I think, also just under half of his batters. He didn't have it yesterday. Now, you're then saying that, hey, I've got all these games still in a row. I think maybe the ninth is the next time they're off. Um, I just got my bullpen rested. What am I going to do? By the way, Adam Warren came in and gave up a home run. So, it's, you know, I, I felt like there, it was interesting the way that Andy's been managing to, to, to win. I, I was a little surprised that he went back out there for the fourth inning and he gave up the home run, I think, on the second pitch of that inning. Right. Um, anyway, hey, it is what it is. Uh, still, he needs to cover first base. He falls off, obviously, the left-hander, and then he doesn't hustle, and he's head. And I love Joey for what you know, for his candor, and he's all, I'm like, oh, bleep. Yeah. Uh, you know, like he's shocked, and you know what? This is uh, at least, uh, I think there was a couple times last year, there's been two different games this year. You know, Tolu Casey's got to do a little PFB. Mm-hmm. There you go. I thought the one thing about it, that you mentioned about Andy, just real quick on that, was that I really do think he was looking at all these games in a row uh-huh. with and the next three guys coming up. I mean, you've got, you know, Margavichis against and and then Paddock and Strom. So who knows what's gonna happen against a really good Braves lineup uh-huh. that we'll get to in a minute. I'm I'm sure he was trying to steal like one or two more see if he could steal one or two more innings yeah. out of Lucchese. So it probably cost them you know, you could say it cost him one run. If they don't yeah. give up that run, who knows? Maybe they win the game by a run. It's it's you know, that kind of stuff you can never I, I'm not one of those people that goes and says, "Well, if they hadn't given up that run in the fourth inning, they would have won the game." You you can't you no. can't say that. But I, I I understand why he did it. I was more surprised that after the home run that he let him pitch the rest of the inning. But you know, and Lucchese did he get through, did get out of it, so that didn't yeah. cost them any more. And and yeah, as you said, Adam Warren came in and gave up a home run, and the rest of the bullpen was good. And I mean, Whistler went. You know, a couple good innings, and and then hurt himself with, uh, you know, with the defensive play, just like Lucchese hurt himself with defensive, uh, with a defensive play. So, um, I, and I missed Manny. The, the one thing I missed was man, and I got to find the highlight was Machado's defensive play, where you know they moved. They were the Nationals guys were loving that they were moving these guys all around the infield, trying to keep the ball from being hit to Will Myers. Right, and they said, "Oh, you know, he played third base all last year." It's like, well, it wasn't really all last year <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that he was great at it either. So I, I got what they were doing, and and you know, in the end, uh-huh. it didn't work out. But I always love when when managers do that, whether it's you know five man infields or moving guys around, and and you know, you take your best shot, and and it you know, yesterday it just didn't quite uh, work out for him, yeah. and now they have they are on to Atlanta, and. Four games against the uh, defending NL East champions, and who are off to a sort of sluggish start um, this year. I was I looked it up. I mean, uh, thirteen and fourteen. They started zero and three. They won seven of their next eight, and now they've uh, coming into tonight. They've lost eight of their last twelve. So just not anything anything special. They've been hitting the ball like crazy. But not they lead the league in, in all the categories we always talk about, average, on-base, slugging, OPS. But in, in runs scored, they're seventh. And that's because with runners in scoring position, their OPS is 676. With the bases empty, it's 880. So watch, mm-hmm. watch out with the bases empty tonight, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's all that Nick Margavich just gives up, then uh, 
you know, maybe the Padres will uh, have a chance there. They are scoring more runs. Uh, you mentioned they had that stretch yesterday. I think 17 or 21 batters retired. That was after Hosmer's home run. Hosmer's hot as heck. Right, um, right. That's... Uh, this is uh, Nick Margavich has pitched. You know, it really was a beauty. Five innings, right? Uh, gave up uh, the two runs on his last hit. Uh, the last batter had a nice play uh, by Renfro and Machado to get him out of that, but he just he stayed away from the Mariners hitters. He mm-hmm. did what he needed to do, and uh, the Potters scored just enough. That's probably what he has to do tonight. I, I think that every time Nick Margavich just goes out and he does well, I, I'm super impressed, and I don't mean it as like a backhanded compliment because he's a lefty, you know, throwing up, uh, you know, 87 to 88. Like, the book is out on him, right? And and yet he's still being effective. I just, uh, I think it's great when he goes out. But I know that me, everyone watching, the Padres, they're waiting for that next outing that it doesn't get done. Right. It's interesting. You you talk about the book being out because someone um, sent me a question on Twitter after Paddock's uh, performance the other day, uh, also against the Mariners, and said, you know, do you think this is this is the real him, or you know, do we have to wait till there's a book on him? And it was kind of like, well. You know, this was his fifth start, and that, so that's four that's four games of of a book. I mean, people are watching video all the time, and I and you know he's still doing what he's doing. And the same could be said of Margavichus. I mean, he's he's doing the same thing with the the book is out, the video's out. People know what he's trying to do. It's not a secret um, what his strategy is, and. With what one exception, it's been very effective, right? Yeah, Paddock is just a better pitcher. He's, oh, uh, sure. he's, he's got better stuff. Um, but yes, without you're right. I'll tell you what, Paddock. You can say it was an exhibition game, but the Mariners saw him in person, and Paddock was throwing because Paddock thought he still had to throw to make the team in that exhibition game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I know the Padres were impressed by that, uh, and that was obviously we talked about how good the, the Mariners uh, are hitting. Margavich is like, you know, there are some trends. He's been a very smart pitcher, but like. Yeah, there are some trends. I mean, it, it really. Uh, I'm shocked, and I and I love it. I love the kid, and I love watching uh, a guy like him succeed in the majors. I would I would as much uh, like to watch that as you know Chris Sale. Uh, I just think it's incredible that we're watching Nick Margavich succeed. But, but as mu- wait, wait, wait! But would you love to see that as much as you love to watch Chris Paddock? Jay, this that's silly. That's why I didn't even say it. Uh, when you said Chris, I thought, okay, Paddock's coming oh, next, oh, and, I, and I can't believe he's going to say that. So Kevin's drunk. Get him. Uh, no, I'll tell you. So, so you got uh, Padres finally get to face a lex- uh, lefty in Max Freed on Wednesday. So look, some uh, of the. Some I, of the, I guess uh, is this one of those guys where almost nobody knows him. Um, he was the Padres' first round pick, but. Maybe Hedges and obviously Balsley would have seen him in the spring, and um, but not a lot of guys were were still. That's about it. That might be about it. Maybe Renfro in spring training might have uh, seen him, but he was he was the Padres' number one pick several years ago, and then was involved in the Justin Upton trade, and and he's been their I think he's been their top starter this year. His ERA is two point three um, after five starts. Now a guy like uh, and I always I don't always get this name wrong, but Fultanovich. Um, has Fulton made Evich, yes. some, Okay, I was close. Uh, has, <laughs> has made only. It's it, we haven't had to say his name in a year, and so I I didn't. Try. <laughs> uh, but he's uh, he's only made one start so far this year, and he'll pitch. I believe it's the finale on Thursday. Yes. Um, yeah. And then they'll also and, see uh, uh, Mike tonight. Is Mike Soroka who's only made two starts uh, 
pretty this, good one last this year. time, if I remember. Good ones, two two earned runs in ten and two thirds. So okay. uh, he's pitched well. And then the other starter is Te, uh, Julio Tehran, who has not been very good. No. Uh, yeah. So far this year, and he'll face uh, Paddock tomorrow night. Now, on the Paddock thing, we talked last week, and I know you talked about whether the Padres would throw Paddock and Strom on four days rest. Yeah. And they are doing that, correct? It is. Uh, they, they are. Uh, well, they're not doing it here because they had the off day. Okay. But what about for so, the week? That's right. Now, that's, that's one of my questions for today. Okay. We don't know about the weekend happens. then. Yep. yep. Do they face the Dodgers? Do they, you know, that that's uh, so Paddock would come up Sunday. on Monday. I mean, on Sunday, again, in the finale against the Dodgers at Petco Park, the right. showdown. Um, so that's that's the question. They're going to do it at some point. Now, is probably a good time to do it right now because there are a couple off days coming up after that, okay? And then they go 34 and 37. The Padres have 34 games in 37 days okay. um, after, I think, starting May 14th or something. So, and some of it could hey. depend on what Paddock I, – I, I imagine mm-hmm. that a lot of it uh, will depend on what those guys do in their starts the next two nights on Tuesday and Wednesday if, you know, if, if Paddock doesn't – I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this, but if he has a short start, he's more – I would think he'd be more likely to come back. Uh, they might give him a better chance to come back on Sunday, whereas if he throws 95 pitches, maybe they decide, uh, you know, to do something else over the weekend. Well, 95, and did he go out there for seven innings? Right. There's the pitch count, there's the stress of the the up and the down. There's so much to do right here. The best thing would be, it's not going to happen, but like, just to illustrate how you know, the, the thinking will go, is the Padres to be up 14 to nothing in the, in the fifth inning, and they decide that you know Matt Whistler and Robbie Erlin can finish that game out, and Paddock could be done, uh, because you know that's the way that they'll be thinking with these guys, is to start to win it, for sure, but what's, what's on the horizon? Because I... I, I know that no matter how like tempting it will be for them, they will not push, especially Chris Paddock, this season. Right, right. And and I don't think they sh- – I mean, obviously they shouldn't. I mean, the, this is about right. more than – it's about more than one season with a guy like this. And, and uh, you know, there's enough research and, and history to know that that it's it would not be smart to push s- someone like Paddock uh, this year. And probably not Strom. Uh, much much more than than that. Although he's a little older and a little farther removed from, but he hasn't uh, pitched as many innings in a season as, as Paddock funnel. You know right. that, which is interesting. So yeah. anyway, so, hey Jay, I, I want to talk about this. I don't get anything more here, but this four game series against the Braves, who you expect are you know they got some bullpen issues. Oh okay, great, that's who the Padres take advantage of. Uh, but you know, they got the Dodgers coming up. Yeah, I think it's troubling. Their outfielders have come up with these big hits, and there have been streaks where, man, every single one of them have been big. But they also go through major slumps. They cannot find an outfielder to actually carry them. And, you know, now Hosmer's hot. Machado's not hitting the ball very hard at all. Right. Um, and he's got this, you know, what Machado's season has been is, and what, it's the 330 on base now, but, like, Machado's one for four. You know, that's his, that's his hitting streak, right? And, like, the offense, I think, is still... Uh, troubling. Oh, absolutely. And now you're taking away the guy who's been their best offensive player uh, for, you know, maybe, you know, hopefully a day or two, but you never know with something like this. I mean, maybe it's certainly possible you say misses the whole series or, or something like that. But yeah, I mean, there's still concern 
I, I agree. The outfield, I'm sure they would love to find, you know, three guys that sort of just always are are are, are always hitting and roll the, roll the same <laughs> right roll the same three guys out there, uh, you know, pretty much every day. But it just hasn't happened, and you know, Margot got hot and then he didn't. Um, mm-hmm. Reyes was hitting the ball hard, and then we wasn't so much. And you know, Renfro obviously over the weekend was was really good, um, but I don't think he had been right before that. So oh, terrible. Yeah. So it's just and and Myers has been really up and down. I mean, I that was uh, you know yesterday he struck out four times. Uh, at least I think he swung once or twice at the third strike. Unlike <laughs> unlike Michael Taylor of the. Nationals who struck out looking four times. That's yeah. What do you call that? <laughs> um, a, but yeah, there's the backward. Uh, right. I think the offense is still. Um, I, I think the offense is is still a concern, and and probably I I guess will be for the, the foreseeable future until we until we see something different. I I don't know that there's an answer. I mean they they are, are rolling out different guys and. Uh, yep. You know, it, to me, I've always felt like at some point it's on the players. I mean, and these guys have to produce, and and if they don't, then I guess it's either on them or it's on or it's on the people who put together the roster that they overestimated the ability that uh, you know that these guys might have had, and they're counting on more than than is there. So, um, yeah, I don't want to. We know I don't want to. Every one of them, even Margot has had hot streaks. Um, Renfro has had a few of them. Right. Will has had a few of them. Uh, and every one of them has come up with big hits. Uh, and maybe that's just how it's going to go and they'll win enough. But it is troubling that there's these times where you go, you, you really don't have any faith at all that the guy is, is going to hit. He's not looking good at the plate for long times. I mean, they get they got into some folks recently that were very reminiscent of past seasons uh, where you just go, you know, they're not going to score in this game. Now, sometimes they surprise you, and that's what they've been doing is big hits. But the offense is still uh, a, a trouble spot. All right. No, that's, that's it's, it's very it's very true. And I, I was thinking yesterday, you know, I was in the position where I was driving, so it, it, you're listening and you hear a lot of swing and miss, swing and miss. And and I said, God, it just feels like the Padres have struck out like 30 times today. Um, and it turns out, I mean, it was 13 uh, in, yep. in, what, 11 innings. So it's still – it's still a lot, and I, you know, their pitchers struck out 14, but uh, so I wasn't imagining that there was a lot of swinging and missing going on um, while I was listening. But you know, again, it's it's something that that's the, the ERA. The ERA is second in the league um, so far. That's not their problem, uh, but they need to find some guys to hit, and more than one guy at a time, like Hosmer's hitting now. Uh, you know, but like Hosmer and Tatis, but there's no one else, and now Tatis is out, or or at least we would think he would be. Are you gonna let me go to Centrust Park now, Jay? I'm looking at it right now. Kevin, you can you can go over there, and you're you're on your own for the next couple of podcasts. I'm actually gonna take a few mm-hmm. days off starting uh, later this week. Disappointed to miss uh, a Dodger series, especially with a uh, chance to see Kershaw pitch, but uh, I know that I'll be uh, able to follow it. By by reading all of the good stuff uh-huh. that will be uh, coming out of that series as well as the Met series, and then when you hit the road again, uh, I will I will join you. But hopefully you'll be able to do a couple podcasts in my absence. I'm sure you'll survive this one. Those are always tough, and I never like it when you leave during the baseball season. You never suck with me, and but that's fine. Okay, thank you for joining us, everybody.